0: role is evolving into what we call a innovation hub you can tell that we are a changing organization um, because of course we're trying to make change happen in the water industry which is not easy but our previous historical model was to constantly build value of course we started in algae transitioned to water tech acquired pwt in 2018 we launched modular water there was mm-hmm. a, an abortive crypto which is now being planned as $H2O and then adding Water On Demand and then the Water For Us program and finally the Mod pump stations. The problem with it is it was a bulky model and it was also constant burn. Uh, About a month ago we moved to a different point of view where we successfully launched Water On Demand with its Water For Us program and we said well wait a minute let's make that what we do. So in this model uh, water on Demand being, of course, the water as a service, uh, pre-funded systems that enable end users to just sign a piece of paper, their water taken care of on a per gallon basis. Water for us is focused on human communities. We've had a lot of action with, with uh, freeway travel stops, hotels, RV campgrounds, uh, trailer parks, and also housing development. put that in a separate category because it's a huge mega trend of people moving to Areas that are much more spread out, more rural, less uh, sewage service, and thus needing uh, a pre standing uh, water treatment capability, along with maybe even energy independence and so forth. Very exciting trend. And in this model, Origin Clear offers the management support so that Water on Demand Inc., with its Water for Us program, is an independent company, but it doesn't have to replicate HR, legal, finance, et cetera. That all is handled by Origin Clear. And as we move forward in time, we have the prospect next year of doing something. Dollar H2O is the asset wrapper uh, using blockchain that we're looking at. And exciting is that we might be taking a VeraMod. it's going to be early 2023. We're going to make it its own little business unit. Crowdfunding has become so packaged and productized that you can deploy a marketing campaign and fund a company prospectively, it being uh, a public company. And the key players in each one of these companies get a tremendous equity share and thus they get more directly rewarded. It's very targeted. Moving on to 2025, we're looking at your own organization, um, potentially becoming a spun out company. And finally, aggressive Water Treatment, which itself has some uh, trade secrets that are worthwhile. But these five properties, water on demand, LRH2O, Verimod, Major Water, and Progressive are the jewels in the crown that we're going to roll out. And in this model, Origin Clear again is the mothership that enables each one of these to be very tactical, very focused. And Origin Clear gets management fees, which enables it as a mothership to be profitable and itself go on to the NASDAQ. It creates this cool launch pad role for Origin Clear, which is very unique in the water industry. We have them in Silicon Valley, we don't really have them in water. So, Origin Clear has that role and eventually gets monetized as such and has a big chunk of each one of these companies for its pains. And we end up with, you know, half a dozen public companies of which Origin Clear has a big piece. So, the Origin Clear investors and sweat equity players are rewarded. And good evening. That is um, one of the fabulous clips that the marketing department is creating. They're great because they're digestible and they pack a very concentrated message. Okay, so let's go ahead and do the honors. Here we are, September 22nd. I believe we're doing very well this quarter. I won't telegraph much more than that, but we're doing extremely well. All right, let's take a look. Of course, you got the safe harbor statement and the disclaimer on the investment offering. Yesterday, we announced uh, a project with a real estate pioneer called Ivan ants Ivan uh, came up with the bright idea of bringing investors directly to help people who could never buy a home actually purchase their own home. And very exciting. Essentially, it's a revolution for people that they can actually be part of this, right? And he got on the Inc. 500 three years in a row. Beautiful. And he created Film Through Investors, which we now are associated with and it's been very very good for all parties and what he's looking at now he was doing single-family homes now he's moving to housing communities and he's very excited about making them self-sufficient on top of it um, he's now in talks for these uh, housing developments in Utah and Florida and he'll be talking about that in a minute and there he is equity and help and uh, 500 etc and he is of course one of our origin clear advisors so with that, I'm going to go ahead and play the interview that I already recorded with Ivan. Here we go. Mr. Ivan Ans, how are you, sir?
1: Very good, Rick. Thank you for having me in this interview today. And you, how is it going today?
0: Oh, well, I, I've been on, actually, it's been a Zoom day, of course. <laughs> Just like the same thing. That's you. right. Our life is yeah. awesome. Uh, you're doing yeah. an amazing job of somehow staying connected even though you're in Puerto Rico where there's no power. So that's right. Congratulations to you for sticking, sticking around. And we'll try and um, get through this interview without your internet shutting down. But um, what I, I wanted to, first of all, just discuss big picture, how we're working together, what we're working on, um, you know, perhaps maybe set the stage because we started back in uh, May of 2020. Um, and you and I kind of resonated with each other about our goals kind of being idealistic. Um, uh, but you know, idealism without pragmatism doesn't work. So it's great to have big goals, but you better execute. And, um, we spent a lot of time since then working on ways to, um, tangibly change the state of water. Um, And at the same time that we're working on this stuff, we're seeing increasing disasters. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi with the brown water, uh, Flint with the lead in the water, Compton with the brown water, Fort Lauderdale with the sewage mains breaking. Um, People are starting to see a lot of central systems fall apart, and um, there's no apparent solution, but I think we have one, right? That's right, and I am so excited about it. Because I realized one day that you know um, underfunding of of water districts all over the country and the 150,000 water systems and most of them are underfunded and since apparently money is not going to flow toward them I don't know why but water water doesn't get funded in this country what's the better solution take the load off unburden them and I realized that you know 89 percent of of water use in this country is by industry and agriculture, roughly half and half. And we are overwhelming the cities with these industrial and agriculture users. But the cities, when you think about it, really should be serving the residential people first. People come first, in my opinion, always. So we're, our mission really is to pull those businesses away from the the burden on the central facilities and over time the central facilities are able to serve the people more in my opinion what they're doing in ireland right now with you know in, in ireland water is free you don't have to pay for water if you're wow. an individual well we should be doing the same thing here and we could if the burden was not was reduced by 89% down to 11% no problem it would not be an issue so that seems to be an elegant solution and uh, you and i have been you know really preaching that the whole decentralization idea about getting uh, people into self reliance and you've been touring a lot lately haven't you
1: yes i've been touring um the entire um, west coast rigs i've been um Showing Philanthro investors and of course showing Origin Clear as part of our water philanthropic investor initiative. Uh, I was in uh, Colorado and I was also in um, Utah mm-hmm. and I also participated in a, in a huge event that was put together in um, Alabama. And then I also did Kansas and I also did Orlando and I also did Sarasota. And I think I went to. Let me see if I'm missing any state or not. Yes, I did Nashville's.
0: And these are generally entrepreneurs, uh, high-level business people, right?
1: Yes, these are high-level business people and uh, and entrepreneurs that are looking for different ways on how not only how not only to improve to improve their companies, but at the same time what do they do with their hard um, hard earned dollars that they have and also how do they take responsibility for the planet at the same time so that that has been the, the majority of the people that is surrounding us and we've been also establishing what i call the um, founders mm. because We want to, the way that Philanthro Investors is going to continue helping more region clear and helping more uh, the companies that are in our universe is through highly qualified individuals that are very specifically with certain level of profile that are able and willing to do what Ivan does Mm -hmm. in different parts of the world. So, in that way, we can we can expand uh, the the mission and the vision and also set the the space for the companies to have a base of already relation of people that are interacting and in open space for the companies per se, right?
0: Well, I mean, you're really talking to people who are successful and but they're also aware of the conditions out there of the inequality in in of course, residential. Uh, in energy and water and, and health and education and so forth. And you're right. They want to do something about it. And also like, how do we invest my money? I look at my portfolio on Ameritrade and I go, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I have no idea. You know, my 401k is like, well, I'm happy if it's not, if, I'm happy if it's breaking even, but with inflation, that's useless. So I, I agree that, you know, all of us need to think about how to survive, but also how to help others survive, right?
1: Yes, hundred percent, Riksen, and that brings me to a point of uh, conversations that we start having on on email at the beginning of the year, which is the fact that if it's not about it's not about the water, it's about the people and the effect that the water produces in the people. And where is the people? The people is a lot of time in the commercial space, right? But a lot of time in the residential space. But also, there is a lot of people that is not has not the ability to get the water quality that they need in their home because the the city systems and the municipality systems are already too much concentrated where they need to serve more people than what they can. And that's when we start talking about the self-sustainable communities, right? In January or February or or so. And, uh, oh, my gosh. Remember when we started talking about that and it was like, oh, my gosh, yes. Like, this is the path.
0: I always know that, that, uh, excuse me, but uh, for one second, uh, there's a trend. You always know a trend is happening when it is coming on your lines already. You're not having to create it. It's showing up. And for us, a lot of this stuff was showing up in our regular business, not the water on demand. Our regular business was seeing housing developments, um, like those that tiny homes development in Texas that you know about, uh, like RV campgrounds, uh, freeway travel stops, hotels. When it's happening already, then you can build on it, right?
1: Yes, totally right, Rick. And And it reminds me, because you were asking me about the tours also, that I am going to be speaking um, on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday next week. I will be speaking about philanthrop investors and Origin Clear in Bogota. Mm. So there is a lot of people. There is I have a press uh, meeting, I, a press breakfast where all the press from Bogota comes and they interview me and so on. Then after the press breakfast is um, is a cocktail and dinner with presentation on the next day. And then another another day to basically interview potential founders for, for Colombia, where we will have kind of, you know, in the corporate world, you, you have the president position, right? But imagine that you have presidents across the, the globe representing right. philanthropy investors and sharing the message of our companies, you know, in water, in health, in education, in housing, and so on. And then I'm going to Argentina and I'm doing the same. And then I'm going to Ecuador and I am doing the same. And then Chile and I am doing the same. So this quarter is Latin America mission, basically. Let's call it that way for Philanthro Investors. And it brings me to the point that in Latin America, they have already advanced some on the self-sustainable communities in some areas. Like if you research in Colombia specifically, and we need to, in the U.S., also there is a moment like that. But in my research, they haven't included the water or found a way to include the water at the level that the original clear technology can, and the water-on-demand systems, and the very innovative concept of the water-on-demand. With the FDA-level water approval for the people to take shower and drink their soup and their coffee, not just the the pure water and, and tooth
0: their, you know their brush <laughs> teeth. their teeth, exactly.
1: Br- brush, brush their teeth. So yeah. that's uh that's uh, the, the excitement and the self-sustainable communities is something that I am so happy that we have serious entrepreneurs that are developers that are already in talks and with the support that Origin Clear is, is giving me on this because for Philanthro investors itself you see, I launched Equity and Health in 2014. And uh, after starting Housing philanthropy Investing in 2009 Argentina and doing it for five years in Argentina with developments, with, with real estate developments, it was not houses. But in Equity and Health, we are doing it saving neighborhoods by saving one house at a time. Sure. And this is all houses. This is houses that were abandoned and now are bring back to life. But with this self-sustainable community, which you know that it is very smart to let the company do what it's doing and not interrupt the operation, but me as the founder exploring a potential future with something different, this is where I personally love this idea that we already start exploring with a being clear of, creating huge developments through the support of my connections, as we are doing in Utah and Florida now, for now, and then connecting and making origin region clear technology with the water on demand, the key, one of the key components of the self-sustainable community.
0: So... Yes. Well, I think you're right that that you can't do this very easily one house at a time. That's uh, right. It's easier to do it as a community. And more and more people are being aware of the need for self-reliance on... Water on energy and on food, because people are like, well, I'm not so sure things are going great. Wait a minute, this is you know, it's a it's a problem. What's going on, right? So, but they don't have solutions. They don't have easy solutions. So, um, what I like about it's really funny because at the same time that we were you know establishing with the program we call Water for Us, which is self sufficient housing developments. Simultaneously, you were shooting out into these programs that you're busy developing for self-sustaining housing, and now we're able to connect up because the truth is is that you only get anywhere through powerful partnerships. It's the only way to get these things done. So I'm super excited. You, now, you can't tell me about them, but you've got something going in Florida. You've got something going in Utah, right?
1: Yes, and uh, and we've been doing uh, connections with part of the region clear team already, and that's uh, that's rolling for the the Utah seems to be the more closest one mm-hmm. that is going to get the water rights, and they are rolling through that process. And then Florida is another one that we are in conversations so far. So yeah, I am also super you know excited about that. And looking to make it to the point where you know what and the man actually can officially send the official proposal, and you know, and it becomes an MOU and so on between the development and the and the company. I think it will be for us a, a next stage and take. I I perceive that is going to take us to another whole level. In that area, that then we can show to entrepreneurs or to developers in other areas of the of the uh, of the country, and why not the world, and then have the housing philanthropy investors also be able to support the housing developments at you know majority of quantity of houses, not one house at a time,
0: right? True. Now, the one concern I have, of course, is when you're starting with fresh development, it's going to take a long time. It takes years, of course. We saw Goldman Sachs purchase an entire neighborhood, uh, and just I think sixty-five million dollars. They bought all the houses in the neighborhood, and then they're flipping them into rentals. Now, if you were smart while doing that flip, you also make it self-sufficient. That might be interesting.
1: Yeah, actually, yes, two thousand percent. Now, if you think in this uh, for a moment, remember that. Our vision is basically that the self-sustainable community, the families will be homeowners.
0: That is the improvement on the Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs is just gonna become, you know, the 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 spider who's taking rents, which nobody likes. So capitalism. So you, you're on the same page that we are totally about ownership. But let's take an idea that they had, which is they, they went and bought these these uh they, they sort of did a financed Takeover of a community, and then you could rehab the community, and then re and then do what Equity and Help does with with helping you know it, people own these through your investor uh, network, and it might be faster than starting fresh with these. Like, okay, this is a project that's going to start from scratch, and it's going to take how many years?
1: That's totally right on on that sense, Rick. And you know what? Because the families can also There is something that we are exploring, which is another uh, innovation that I am going to be applying in housing philanthropy investing, and that is the families doing a pre-registration for houses in the area that they want and putting a deposit ahead before the house it becomes available. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, the community can say, okay, you know, this is the self-sustainable community. It's going to be delivered. You know, in two years from now, but you can own one of these homes, just show us your interest, give us five, ten thousand dollars or something like that, right? And for the more low income families, let's say two, 000, three thousand dollars. And this is part of the future down payment for them. And uh, yeah, it's uh it I think it will be great.
0: It will be going to the next level. Fascinating. So you're you're playing in housing, but you're playing in other areas than housing, right? Yes. So you're playing um, in energy as well. Well, we have now
1: housing philanthropy investing, and then, as I always uh, say to you, that I will be forever thankful because water opened the door for, to all the other ones and to the dream with Origin Clear and the opportunity you gave us, and that opened the door to what is this business model, to this vision that Investor has of let's call it that ideal world, you know, where, where there is water clean for everybody, clean water for everybody, uh, food organic for everybody, and housing where people, there is less tenants and more homeowners and more family stability, and there is less waste going to the oceans and the and, the, and the forest. Mm. And there is, uh, the illiteracy in the world is decreasing and the, the, the diseases in the world is decreasing. For example, we have reached a dream which is a disease-free world, and we have another dream, which is an illiteracy, a uh, literate world, a literate world,
0: literate,
1: literate world. So, with that, with that dreams and goals, our idea is find a unicorn or a potential unicorn and put all our energy in that industry towards one company on, mm. and then help that company with our resources, our contacts. Our ideas, our methodologies, everything that we can to make it the Tesla of that industry, to make it the Amazon of that industry, to make it the Apple of that industry. So the goal is ten unicorns by 2030. So with that, we have housing philanthropy investing with equity and health. We have Origin Clear that water with water philanthropy investing, and we've been supporting you guys for for two years, and with the mutual support, then we have a company in environment philanthropy investing that is in Dubai we have another company in um, now in health philanthropy investing which is based in in um, Utah and then we have another now launch another company education philanthropy investing based in California but wow. all these companies like the education philanthropy investing for example is go it has a technology it's a technology company that literally will change the way people learn
0: wow.
1: expanding worldwide i will say that if it's not one of i think it's the only methodology of learning that exists in the planet that can al- make sure that someone duplicates the knowledge and is not a blank space in their mind that they don't remember
0: so wow. yeah they make so, it their own basically
1: Yes, exactly. They make it their own. And this this technology, you know, has been around for 50 plus years, but this company is making it available to everyone in the world. So. And it is just amazing and these people has like 35 years of experience on on this and then with the Health Eldenter uh, Investing Company in Utah is um, preventing the the top 10 diseases in the world to happen. And as originally clear is Riggs. The the top plane in the world to create unicorns is technology companies, and yeah. you know always.
0: that always. Technology is the great accelerator, right? That's it's right. How you make ge- geometric change happen? It's obvious. Um, so we have we've got this thing that you know, I, I like leverage, right? You can make things happen with a key thing that's at the right place to make change happen, and I've become convinced that the more I was just doing a podcast, you know, literally forty minutes ago, and they wanted to know about cybersecurity. I say, well, you're not going to ensure cybersecurity of 150,000 city water systems, but you can when you make an a uh, business go offline and go off grid. It will have automatically the most modern system, and it will be protected. So let's break up the big mass of outdated. Uh, badly maintained, underfunded water systems by modernizing the fleet away from the central. And To me, that's so exciting because we can literally make change happen now and not try and get Washington to pay billions of dollars that they won't pay. Let those people alone. We can act right now on the ground, and investors love it. You and I know that investors love being able to do something about water. They have this pent-up energy like want to help with water, right? Yes. <laughs> so amazing. So the combination of water on demand, the water as a service with our modular water technology, it's kind of the uh the magic key to making the modernizing the fleet, improving water quality, and through recycling, improving the amount of water available, like literally helping the scarcity problem too. That's cool. So, you know I'm so excited that you're helping with this. I love that you're going on tour like this through Latin America, which I know has tremendous um, pent-up energy. There's a lot of um, potential energy, I believe, in South America um, that is looking for ways to really come onto the world stage. Places like Colombia, uh, Chile are are just ready to explode, I believe, as top players. So I'm excited that you're going to do that. And then where are you going after Latin America?
1: After Latin America, I am doing, well... I, I need to shift a little bit some of the things, because we now have a founder in Nevada that is in, you know wants to put an event in Nevada in January. So we are seeing if uh, Bendy, our president, is going to Nevada and then uh, we have our founder doing founder in Colorado doing an event in Colorado, and then uh, we have a, a founder in Utah interested of these you know entrepreneurs, which I, they are the founders for Philanthro investors in that area. They're opening offices for philanthropy investors in that area. So we are going to be like having going from the events to office, from office to the companies, and so on. But so ben is going to that. And then I am going to Norway, UK, Spain, uh, French, and Switzerland. And so- then, and then after the Europe tour is the Asia
0: tour. Oh my God, <laughs> you're the frequent so, flyer, Lord, that's amazing. So that's my 2023 plan. Well, Ivan, this is really what's great about our partnership is that you are helping us put the network out there. Uh, remember that our vision for Water On Demand is we're going to have more Water On Demand financial centers um, doing, replicating the Water On Demand vision for Dubai, Tokyo, London, et cetera and handling the water in those regions. And I look forward to coordinating with you on that and doing the FinTech in those countries. I think we'll get a lot of people on board. And so I'm so grateful for what you're doing. You're really, uh, you're a soldier in the cause. So thank you.
1: You're welcome, amigo. Yes, I have already a, an entrepreneur in Dubai that is uh, you know, willing to to move with this. And then remember that because of the Toyota dealerships that I own in my family office, I have a lot of connections through Japan. Mm. So that's that's why after Europe is Asia. And you know, so, that's I'm Japan. so
0: jealous. I love Japan. What a great place.
1: I I was there, it's beautiful.
0: Yes. The food. Oh, so good. Oh,
1: amazing, amazing the food also. And the, you know what is amazing about Japan is the treatment that the people give to their visitors. Yes. I just I was blown away with with how they treat us, doesn't matter the culture we have, doesn't matter from the color of our skin, doesn't matter from what we have, it's like being another brother for them, you know, all the time and being family. And so it's uh, very important.
0: Well, thank you for the dedication. I appreciate it. I know that you're working very, very hard and Mr. Um, million miles. And uh, <laughs> good luck to you. Let us know how we can help. And uh, let's forge ahead with these residential projects. So exciting.
1: Thank you, Riggs. So and have a wonderful uh, rest of the day and this, uh, the entire audience that is hearing us. Have a wonderful uh, weekend ahead and let's uh, save water for the people.
0: 100% agreed. Peace and water and love. <laughs> okay. Ivan has really, we're kind of like in sync, right? When, when, when he came along in 2020, he literally, you know, his model at Equity and Help is literally what we're doing with Water On Demand, enabling regular investors to invest in housing in, um, homes. And it's a program to make the homes work for these people. So we're opening up water treatment, decentralized water treatment, uh, investing opportunities in the same way, very, very similar. So with that, uh, wow, there's been a lot of chatting going on. So hey, uh, Ken and crew have been chatting away. I have a couple more things to cover. Let's go ahead and take a look. Well, we're in the news and they were kind enough to think of me as a professional. And this particular article is about the founder's journey, about how I got into the com. This article, of course, is on the Origin Clear site under News. And of course, what have I learned about myself? I'm fast. This is good. It's also bad. Why? Because if you don't make sure your team is on board, then you carry the whole burden yourself. And that's really the biggest thing I've learned in the 14 years at Origin Clear has been to really learn to be in sync with the people I'm working with, and that has been the, of course, the quality of the people I'm working with is astonishing. Again, talking about team for the original, for my original 80s, uh, very lonely startup, and of course, relationship partner, my wife. And what do I fear? Well, I watched Elon Musk talking about <laughs> speaking at this All In Summit, which is really interesting. It's worth watching and he still worries about funding of Tesla. And this is, you know, they have, I don't know, billions, and yet he still thinks about the money horizon. So that is always the number one thing as an entrepreneur, as we all know that. Um, The second thing is being wrong. I tell the story about how we ended up having one of those quote-unquote interviews with regulators because we didn't uh, double-check something that was claimed Uh, was Sort of a fanciful claim, and unfortunately we we ran with it. I've learned that, and we've added an amazing cFO, Prasad, who is really making sure things are done right, so again, this is really a good idea um and then finally, you know what, what do we fear? not leaving our mark, and I think we are uh, learning to leave our mark. so mistakes made as an entrepreneur, ah, yes, <laughs> going into an industry that I knew nothing about, which was in nineteen eighty three also in that same company. I did not understand all the strategic finance that I know today, and I've got lots more to go. And I didn't realize that I could use financial leverage to create wealth and success. So, imports of a team, respond to public um, needs, remember to have a life. For example, I do get to ski. Insurmountable obstacles, well, uh, fixing our business model. I've talked often talked about how, just like the CEO of Airbnb, compressed 10 years of change in 10 weeks, We had to work out a solution to the incredible slowness of water projects and persistence, learn that lesson, and finally, combining technology. Um, I'm very happy that I live in a safe place. That's not likely to be. This is like a little piece of therapy that I got in this article. Um, Moving from LA was wonderful. Learn to relax, adopt the right workflow tools. We're implementing an amazing customer relationship management system. Devin Angus is the captain of that. And Josh Summers on the marketing side. And I'm so grateful that we're putting that in place. This is a very, very important thing. Number two, avoid the big deal just around the corner. I can't tell you how often I've had people go, oh my gosh, this is a $4 million deal. Da, 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 da. And then of course it doesn't happen. And meanwhile, you've, you've thrown away your regular business. Delegate the grind. And that is the end of that. More uh, usefully perhaps is an article in the industry trade magazine, Water Online which talks about the dangers of drinking water uh, i won't go too d- deeply into this but basically 71 percent of people still drink water from the tap and um, there's all kinds of interesting things such as arsenic the uh, forever chemicals uranium etc they're in the water so uh, this was basically a, i contributed to an article about this and as you know we're starting to move into ultra pure water there'll be a big announcement of that coming and then finally this is not an article about me but it is I've been often saying that the city water districts, county, city, whatever it is, have a very hard time doing recycling. And one of the reasons is that people do not like to hear about toilet to tap. And so sure enough, Tampa you know, voted to kill this wastewater reuse plan. I'm not gonna play this, this clip, but it's um, interesting that environmental activists Are critical of the plan to move treated wastewater to the drinking supply. I think recycling is so important. Why? And here's why I'm I'm gonna go ahead forward here. So the options recharging the aquifer, right? Reloading the reservoir, um, you know, sending it deep underground, all these things you could do. One of the most important challenges we have in America is that our aquifers, even the ones in the Midwest, which are full which rains all the time. Are being overdrawn, and so why not recharge, right? Anyway, the uh, next topic that has kind of jumped on me here—a fascinating graph that shows how we have let interest rates stay low while inflation starts to take off, and uh, that is not such a great thing. You can see that it hasn't hasn't happened often. The difference between inflation and interest rates now, of course, our federal Fed chairman is catching things up, and so therefore, I'm going to ask. Ken to come on board and kibitz about this. We're going to schmooze, so we're going to kibitz.
2: Schmitz, we're schmoozing.
0: Yeah, so that is a startling graph. Yes. And now, now they're playing catch up, and they're going to do it too much. So they're instead of using a break, they're they're putting up a wall and slamming us into it.
2: Well, um, it teaches the lesson that if you can't, if at least if you're going to do it too late, at least overdo it when you do it.
0: <laughs> <Right>. I mean <laughs> So once again A stock market is proving To be a disaster Of course So again The problem of Where do I put my money Is
2: I mean, It's top in my mind um, Every day well, You and I actually Type about it About like Every other morning Jeez Louise You know oh, <laughs> stuff. So it's, it's Folks this is not um, You know We We don't just play This guy on TV We, we are this guy <laughs> <laughs> It it um I get a lot of it from you know when I mentioned, you know, are you an asset investor? And people, yeah, how's that going? And it's just like, you know, there's there's this kind of like this gulp. Um, it's um the, the the next six to nine months, the, the the thing that markets hate, the thing that investors hate is, you know, if you know it's gonna be bad, you know what to do. You know, it's going to be good, you know what to do. If you don't know what the heck's going to happen, not knowing is is actually dangerous, right? Because uh, there's a cost to doing nothing in this environment. Sitting in cash costs you 20% a year, right? So there, there's, there's kind of a cost whether you do or don't. And I think that's very frustrating. Um, I, I like what you spoke about. I, I took a couple of notes here because this, this is stuff that you and I have gone over. Ivan mentions, you know, the next Amazon, right? I talk, about, I talk about how Water on Demand is essentially doing, you know, so Amazon is, Amazon is what? It's a member of a, it's a company within a, a century-old, multi-century-old industry, which is retail. Retail operated the same way up to the Sears catalog in the 1980s, right? I mean, it was, and Sears was, I mean, they, were, they were everywhere, right? Um, but because Sears, see, Sears is out of business today, because they didn't, um, they didn't change. So what Amazon did was they became a fintech for retail. To this day, they don't own anything, right? You know what I mean. But um, that's what makes it, because we have the benefit of having seen what places like Airbnb and Amazon have done. We have we have this roadmap now to develop water on demand. Do you want to answer that? Um, do you okay. want to answer that question? Well,
0: there's a ton of these questions that I'm seeing here. Um, I answered virtually all of them except for the last two. Okay, fair enough. So, um, just looking at the very end, um, well, James Wright says, "Can I have some money so I can know what it is like to have to worry about it." <laughs> uh, that's very cute. Um, but Bob uh, Bruce wants to know about the reggae status, and that's moving along quickly. We are at the audit stage, so there is a reggae coming. The audit is being completed. It's required by law for these new companies. You'd think it'd be simple. It's like, what is it? It's a four month old company that's done nothing, but nonetheless, it's gotta be done. Then we, and once that's done, we submit the uh, form 1A it's called to the SEC. And then, you know, four to eight weeks later, we're effective. So um, it will happen. I'm quite confident this year. I would like it to happen earlier in Q4 than later Mm -hmm. uh, because it's, you know, we've often talked about how how much more justice there is in uh, an offering for everyone.
2: Riggs, I figured you'd want to have a comment or two on Ivan's interview, which I found very enlightening. Um, The the property development angle of this is something that you and I talked about excitedly for a while before we really spoke about it. (laughs) We kind of discussed it internally, Um, but the car dealership that you did up in Mars or Cranberry, which is about 30 minutes from me. Um, that land is like 800 bucks an acre, you know, so you could buy this huge, huge lot. And the reason you could buy it is there's absolutely no way to bring sewer in. So while things are really ugly right now, and they're going to be ugly for nine months or a year, there's going to be bargains out there in, in a couple of years. And I think that where water on demand and water for us will be a absolute juggernaut is exactly what I was doing in my, in my own, in my own community, that 50 acre lot, by the way. It's still for sale. Of now, I pulled back because interest rates went crazy. And I said, oh, my God, the debt service will be you know ridiculous. It'll take me a year or two. Let me get a little bit, you know, a little bit close. Let me see what they'll do with interest rates because I, I don't want to use cash. I want to use the bank's money. Um, but the reality is, is that property is not going to sell. It's enormously valuable, but only to the person who can unlock that water component. To a traditional developer, it's going to be, it'll be 1.6 or $1.7 million to perk the property. So anyone who knows about development, perking is basically putting sand mounds in or, and, and that's the cheap way. The expensive way is to dig under all the surrounding developments and get and get them permission to rip up their yards, which never going to happen, right? And, and and dig, you know, maybe a mile of pipe or so to the tune of hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um so no matter how you slice it, to make this thing ready for water would be two million, two and a half million dollars. This property can be bought for four hundred thousand dollars. And our solution would be, we figured about three, three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Now, going to the water for us thing, you just go to the developer, go, look, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You don't even don't worry about the three fifty. It's ready for you. you well, can, the
0: you the developer likes it because he gets to make the HOA pay for it.
2: Not only that, not only that, you can't break ground on building homes until your water is dealt with. Right? So you can't do anything. You have to spend the money up front. You have to choke up a really right? So I think Ivan is gonna have a hell of a time. Um, you know, with these property developers because I think they're gonna, they're gonna recognize very, very quickly the insane amount of discount they can get on beautiful quality property. Um, I myself am I still. I'm just, you know, I'm waiting for the next 75 basis point uh, hike before I, before I decide to, you know, I figured, and I figured early next year, I'll get off my duff. I get an email from him like every, I don't know, week. Hey Ken, how's it going? I go, it's still going, you know, (laughs) but uh, I I think from my own personal experience, um, these inexpensive properties that especially the ones that if you're a cash buyer right now on this type of raw land, you're the king of the world. Right. If you're not using the bank and waiting for an interest rate drop, if you're a cash buyer and there are many people that went to cash, you are absolutely king of the world right now. So I think it's going to be very, very successful. And I'm excited at the type of expansion we can offer these really smart developers It's just one aspect of the of the water on demand uh, project.
0: Well, it is exciting. And of course, we are working on other water-on-demand verticals, but I think it's very, very promising. I'm going to go ahead and uh, let everyone know just how they can contact you. So sure. here slash um, Ken is the simplest way to do it. Put it in your browser. You're killing it on bringing investors into the water-on-demand assets. So thank you very much. So we're going to wrap it up. It was really interesting talking to Ivan, who's really been talking about us to a lot of people. And i is going to continue. So thank you, everyone. And uh, I, I wanted to take it, make it a bit shorter this time. And I think we've succeeded. To
2: Eric Parley, please email uh, invest at Lay out what you're looking for and, and I'll have my staff or myself direct you to the right party.
0: Excellent message from Tom Liakos. And Tom is a huge loyalist, but he's not accredited. But that's where the Regulation A offering will come in. So have faith, Tom Liakos. I love people who are who are this loyal, and I hate the fact that we're limited to credit investors. We're fixing that. Thank you, everyone. Have a great night and weekend, and um, I promise you another wonderful briefing next time. Thank you very much, Ken, for showing up, and thank you to Ivan for for sharing what he's going through and in support of Origin Clear.
2: Good night. Good
0: night, everyone.